Good morning, Cookie Crew. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope you guys are doing great. Hope you had a good weekend. And we are currently in October. How is it treating you? <laughs> All right, so today's Monday and I had a frazzled um, start to my day. You know, again, the kids out of the house and, you know, one of my kids lost their school sweater and now I had to order a new one. But let's not talk about that. That's not why we're here. Okay. But I'm here today. This episode has been on my mind for a few months now, but I never felt brave enough to do this episode only because it was too close to what I'm dealing with in my real life. And I didn't want to upset anybody, um, you know, in, in, in what I had to say or discuss with this topic, but I felt, you know, today's the day I feel like I am ready to talk about this topic because I, I, I truly believe a lot of people in relationships, marriages, um, go through this and ask themselves these questions. Okay, I've been asking myself this question for a year, about two years now, and I still don't have a definite answer to this question. So that's why I wanted to come on here and talk about it. Hopefully, if any of you can, you know, make sense of it all and you can comment and leave me, you know, messages, let me know how you guys have dealt with this situation or what this situation, what resonates when you hear what I have to say. Okay, let's get into it. All right. So I find myself asking myself constantly, you know, as you all know, you should know by now, I've been in a marriage, uh, it's coming on to 10 years and, um, great guy. Um, and unfortunately we are separated at the moment. Um, I'm not sure what the future holds, but I, I do believe that, you know, we're both two really good people. I'm not sure if we were compatible in a marriage, uh, setting, but you know, who knows? All right. So the question on my mind is my relationship did not end because of cheating or abuse or any of that nasty, nasty stuff. Okay. Um, the separation came because we weren't getting along right now while we've been separated, I've been constantly, you know, I believe when you separate from a marriage, I believe that you should use that time not to go sleeping around or doing any of that stuff. I believe you should use that time to find yourself, to figure things out, to really reevaluate the relationship you, where you went wrong, what you could have done better and things like that. It's not so much, you know, spending time blaming the other person and, and, and making it seem like it's the other person's fault. That's negative. Okay. But I do, I'm not going to sit here and say, I didn't do that. At, at, at the, at the, at the initial start of a breakup, you are angry. You're filled with lots of horrible emotions up and down, round and round. You, you hate them. You love them. You like them. You can't stand them. I mean, it's just all kinds of emotions when you're going through a breakup, especially marriage. It's terrible. And, um, you do go through that process of, you know, anger and resentment and hate and all that stuff. Okay. I'm not talking about it. That's just a natural, you know, initial 
reaction as human beings. Okay. But once time has passed and you start getting out of that negative mode, you need to then use that time apart for positivity to help build yourself up. And Hey, you could figure out some things that might help get you guys back together and not really go for divorce. Or you might find answers within yourself that definitely tells you that that person was the wrong person for you. And you could stop beating yourself up. And you know, if you are that person who beats themselves up and, and says, it's all my fault. So this topic is just to put this, this question out there and, you know, hope it resonates with each one of you. If you're going through something like this, you know, maybe perhaps if you ask yourself these questions and try and find the answers to, the, to these questions, then maybe you might find some result. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I know you're all thinking, get on with it, girl. What is the question? All right. So, um, <laughs> the question really is that I ask myself just because a man pays the bills is a great provider financially is a great father to your children. He's there for them. Um, he's, he provides well for them and he loves them just as much as you do. Um, and he provides, he works, he pays the bills. You don't even have to work because he takes care of the family, right? Now, my question is to the world, just because a man pays the bills, goes to work, works hard, pays the bills and is a great dad. Does that make him a good husband to you? Don't let it, let, let this sink in. Just because your partner could be, the breadwinner could be a woman or the breadwinner could be a man. So just because your partner pays the bills and loves and is a great parent to your children, right? Does all that stuff. Does that automatically mean that he's a good or she's a good spouse to you? Now that is my question. So I've been battling with this question ever since, you know, um, I separated. It's been probably about two, two years now that we've been kind of separated. And, you know, um, <laughs> the anger and stuff took longer to evaporate from my spirit. Okay. <laughs> the healing process probably started um, end of last year coming up to this year where I've forgiven and um, we are great co-parents right now. We are actually communicating a little bit better, but I still question, you know, he is a great provider. He, he does for us, he does for the kids, but I still felt lonely 
within the marriage. I still felt alone. I still did not feel like a married woman. I still felt like he wasn't giving me all of himself. I still felt lonely, unloved, unappreciated, which then started making me feel insecure, doubting my place in the marriage, doubting my place in his life. But then the rest of the world would constantly tell me every time I reached out to somebody, it could be a friend, it could be a friend of the family, it could be his friend, my, my family, my friends, whatever. I would reach out to certain people to express how unhappy I was feeling in the marriage because I couldn't talk to him because he's a very quiet person. He doesn't speak much or communicate, right? That's just how he is. Doesn't make him a bad person, but that's just how he is. Me, I like to express myself, express my feelings. So being with someone who doesn't express themselves or their feelings, it's kind of very, very difficult to figure them out unless they tell you. And if they tell you stuff, it's whatever they want you to know. Okay. So you probably not necessarily getting the real truth about how they feel. And I found myself constantly trying to figure him out or figure out how he felt about me. Because you see, I did not marry for someone to be just a provider. In fact, that was the least of my concern because I can provide. I, I'm able to work. I'm able to provide for my kids and take care of my kids. I'm married to have a companion. I'm married to have a best friend. I'm married to grow with someone emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Okay? That's what I'm married for. Yes, him being a good dad to my kids, that's a bonus. You know, that's a bonus and a blessing. Of course, I don't, I don't take that for granted. But I feel that men or providers usually equate the fact that I'm providing for you I don't have to work on our marriage. I don't have to work on our friendship. I don't have to work on our sex, sex life. I don't have to do this, that, and the third, take you on dates. I don't have to woo you. I don't have to proclaim how much I love you or how much you mean to me. Because they have this mentality that this should be enough. I'm paying for you. This should be enough. Okay, well, you know, you're right. You could be right. If you married someone who was materialistic, if I was a materialistic woman, bruh, I would take your money. I would take the fact, I would take you for granted. I would take advantage. I would sit here, take it all and cheat on you and get what I need to get that you're not giving me from the outside. But that's not me. I'm not a cheater. I'm a loyal ass woman. So therefore, I feel like this. If I didn't marry you from on a materialistic purpose, 
then you could buy me a mansion. I'd be grateful for it, but it's not gonna give me the joy and happiness my soul deserves. Because one thing people should know about me, material things don't faze me. I don't care about that shit. All I care about is things that you cannot buy. Emotions, loyalty, love, family, consistency, communication, things that we can, things that's real, you know, actions. So that question has always bothered me because a lot of people look at me and say, and feel that I threw my relationship away. He was a good guy. You, you, you've lost. But I don't truly believe I have lost. Because I wasn't really happy. He wasn't giving me what I really wanted from him. And I loved this guy. I loved him. Love, love, loved him. Still love him, but not in love with him. And all I wanted was for someone to make me feel that they love me right back. And that when I'm not around, they feel something, you know, that they need me around. I didn't feel needed. I didn't feel wanted. I felt replaceable in his life and his world. And the more he didn't understand that, the more I resented him, the more he said, well, I pay your bills or I provide for you and, and, and the kids. I'm always here. I don't cheat on you. The more he used that as his defense as to why I should be happy, the more it made me unhappy. So I say that I say that to say that I'm sure I'm not the only one who struggles with this. And a lot of people I found don't understand my logic of thinking because the world is so fucked up that and materialistic that people only see what people do for them and don't care about the rest. A majority of people will right now that are in marriages are not happy. They're not very happy. They're settling. That's all you're doing. That's all you guys are doing. You're settling in a marriage because one, maybe they're providing for you and you're comfortable or you're cheating and getting what you need from somewhere else. Or you're staying because of the children. But I do not believe, me as Cookie, do not believe um, people should stay in marriages for any other reason other than those two people in, madly in love with each other, want each other in their lives, and want to grow with each other and do the work. And that's it. I don't feel I should stay in something just because of the artificial things. I'm not saying they're not important, but
But I'm saying you got to decide for yourself why you're getting married, why you want to be married to someone. I wanted a companion. I wanted a best friend. I wanted someone I could do things with, spend my life with, grow with, learn with, build with. And I, I, I and I'm struggling to, to think that was I wrong to leave? Because I wasn't happy or was I, or am I dumb? Like all these other people are making me feel, am I dumb for not staying in something that I I wasn't truly in my soul happy? I felt insecure. I didn't feel nourished. I didn't feel appreciated as a wife. I wanted him to show me, make me believe and feel that. I'm everything to you. Or am I asking for too much? Am I asking for too much? I don't know. Because the world is so messed up these days. I I don't know what's right and what's wrong. Because I'm just confused. So that's why I wanted to bring this topic to light. I'm not bashing anyone. I respect my husband. I respect the man that he is, but I also understand it would be unfair for me to try to change him from who he is and what he believes in. And he's a great man. And that's why I feel that maybe we are not compatible with each other, because if you were compatible with each other, these things that I'm looking for from him would come naturally. He wouldn't have to think about it. It would just come. So, again, I'm battling with this question. Just because a spouse is the main provider, provides well for you, um, love, um, is a great father or parent, wife, or he's a great mother or father to your children, does that mean that they are? good spouses to you? Does that mean they're a good husband to you? Does that mean they're a good wife to you? Does what they do for the home equate to your relationship? I hope you guys understand what I'm trying to get at because I I really believe that I'm, I'm making some sense and I, 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 but I just don't know how people receive these types of information Or maybe it's just me. Maybe that's just how I think. Maybe I'm weird, you know, or maybe I'm expecting too much. I don't know. So please, guys, if this resonates with you, if you feel that you you can understand where I'm coming from or you feel like you're in the same boat and you have the same type of questions, please email me. It's cookieeffect1 at gmail.com or go to Instagram. And drop me a DM is at Cookie Effect Podcast. I truly believe that the more we speak on marriages, the more we all are candid and honest and open, we can together inform each other, heal each other, uh, educate each other, and perhaps, you know, help in how marriages are, you know, help, just, just help. You know, because with more understanding, we can make better choices when we're picking our spouses. With more knowledge, 
on what marriage really is and, and how hard it is and things like that. If more of us speak openly and honestly about marriage, maybe the younger generation will be able to make better decisions because marriages are slipping away. Happiness and marriage, marriage unions are gone. There's not very many. Okay. And it doesn't count if you're just settling and you know, you're settling. It doesn't count. You're not happy period. So I just, I'm a lover of love. I want people, I love seeing people happy. I love seeing people in love. I love the youth and I love our children. And I truly, it saddens me that the world um, for our kids is looking more like co-parenting than family union. You know, kids being raised under one roof and that breaks my heart. And if I can use my platform to be candid and open to enable us all to be able to have certain conversations that may help in our situationships, then I'm doing my job. So guys, please don't be offended with this podcast. Don't, I'm not having a go. I'm not being ungrateful. I'm speaking from my heart and soul. And I hope it resonates with you guys, but I truly stand on my beliefs, which are, I didn't marry for money. I, if I'm going to be in a marriage, I want the person to be as all the way in as I am. I want a partner that can express themselves and their emotions. I want a partner that can show me that what they, what I mean to them. And what I mean by that is when I'm not around, you will text me. You will care about me. When if I'm in trouble, you will defend me. You will protect me. I will feel protected in your presence. Um, you remember the things that matter to me or about me. You want what's best for me. You encourage me to be the best me. Not just me encouraging you to be the best you. You will also encourage me to be the best me. Holding my hands if I need a lift up. You know, things like that. I don't want this to be a long-winded conversation, but I could do a part two if you guys really, really enjoy this and you want me to talk more about this. But yeah, guys, I hope that this conversation um, brings up some good advice and good information. You know, um, talk about you talk about this type of things with your partner and see what they think as well. You know, don't just sit there in silence while you're hurting. Speak up about your feelings, express yourself because you deserve it. And each one of us deserves to be loved in the way that we need to be loved. Okay. Not how the other person thinks they should love us. We deserve to be loved how we, we accept and receive love. So if I'm telling you, this is how I need for you to treat me or love me, then you should respect that and not rebel on that. You might not understand why I need the, to be loved in this way. It's not your place to understand. It's your place to love me enough to want to just continue to love me in the right way. Not doubt me, not say, no, I'm loving you this way. I'm a provider. I've provided for you this big house, this car, I'm paying your bills. And so that's enough. 
that might be how you express your love, but it doesn't mean that I'm receiving it in that way. And that's the key. Find out what your spouse is, how they receive love so that you're able to give them that love that they, that they can receive to fill up their love tank. My love tank is empty. I've been empty for about three years and if not more, but I'm learning to love myself and fill up my own tank so that I'm fulfilled within myself. But I also know that I know how I need to be loved by loving myself. I know and understand how I cookie needs to be loved so I can express that to anybody who wants to be in my life. Okay. So yes, I shall end this conversation here and I hope you guys have a great week. Keep talking, keep communicating, keep expressing your feelings and keep expressing yourself. Okay. Is the best form of releasing emotional burdens and stress by expressing them. All right, guys, follow me on Instagram. It's at cookie effect podcast. Follow me on Facebook. It's cookie effect. Drop me a line. If you're enjoying what I'm doing, if you want to um, talk about anything, you want me to talk about anything, please leave me a line. It's cookie effect one at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody. God bless you and have a great week. I'm your girl, Cookie, Miss Capricorn, Miss Tell It Like It Is, Cookie Crew, peace.